Welcome to Running for the Wine, the podcast where we talk all things tasting and training. I'm Rebecca and I'm here with my co-host Morg. Running for the wine. So, oh my god, <laughs> what happened to 2020? Like I feel like I blinked and I missed it. We are doing this record at the end of Feb. It's probably going to come out first week of March. Like, okay, Morg, it's been ages. So catch me up. How's your running and whining been? <laughs> well, you also said 2020. Uh, so you you still, you still have yet to adjust uh, to 2022. This time I will not fall for your trap. Uh, oh my god but, i'm literally like reading off the rundown where it says 2022 and i still said 2020 you did what happened to 2020 i mean i, I also I still ask myself what happened to 2020 as i ask myself what happened to 2021 but you're right what's happening i don't know how it's already the end of february 2022 it's 2022 for everyone listening it's 2022 i'm sorry that your hosts are stuck in 2020 we are all in a loop a time loop of sorts um Groundhog Day. Yes. Go back to our pre-record yes. conversation. Uh, this has been a weird year. Everything's nothing's quite going according to plan for me this year. Uh, running has been spotty, but I guess consistently spotty, which is better than like uh, you know if you just like to stop doing something, right? Like I haven't I haven't been able to run as many days as I've been ho- I've hoped for. Weather's been weird. Uh, haven't been able to like do the types of runs I've hoped to do, like some of the longer runs on weekends, but still getting mm-hmm. out the door uh, more often than not. And uh, yeah, got a, a big frosty, this frosty moss relay that we did an episode about uh, a year ago um, coming up this weekend. So that's a really fun um, for anyone familiar with these type of relay races. They're pretty popular. Uh, it's like a Japanese style. Ekiden. Um, in the U S there's a big series called Ragnar that is all over the country now, but it's the kind of race where you, pile into a some sort of a van or a vehicle with a group of three four five whatever amount of runners and somebody runs finishes uh, like a five mile stretch then somebody else goes and somebody else goes and as a team you covered the whole distance so i've got that coming up on saturday so i'm very excited to see some of my old buddies who are also into running and uh it's going to be very cold though very cold and wet <laughs> properly so, frosty yeah it even snowed here yesterday it's just been what? kind of a, yeah wow. like a dusting um yeah i don't know the year's just it's it, the year's moving along. I'm not super fan of this year, but it's it's moving. I don't know. Whining, it's not so much. Not, not so much wine. Not not too. Not any uh, wine highlights. I don't think. I did uh, have a nice bottle of. I did have actually a nice. Oh, what was it? Uh, I'm not gonna remember the name. I went to the grocery store uh, maybe a couple weeks ago, and I really wanted some wine. It was like a cold, dark day, and I was like, I want a Cabernet mm. Sauvignon. Oh. Nice. And I was kind of just staring at the wines, looking for something more local. And you know, the nice gentleman who must be the grocery store's like wine wine person came up and was like, What are you looking for? And I said, Oh, I'm just looking for a local Cabernet Sauvignon. He's like, Oh, well, let me point you to the section. Because of course I was just staring blankly at the, <laughs> at the wall of wines. Um I hear you. Been there. I have a picture. I swear I have a picture of this. I, I can't find my picture, but it was a really good, it was just nice to have him to be like, he's like, I like these three. I would choose this one. And I was like, great. You know, it was just nice to have somebody sort of see me staring at the, blankly at the white wall of wine, point out here's three that he's like, here's three that I think are great. I would probably lean this one. And it was a price range that I didn't mind. It was like, I don't know, 22 bucks or something. Not nice, not dirt cheap, but not like super expensive. And my wife and I had it that night and it was great. It was just nice to like, I generally am not somebody who wants someone to come up to me in a store and be like, can I help yeah. you? But in this case, I was like, quite Sometimes nice. He just kind of, just... he kind of ninja in. 
helped me out and then disappeared. So that's what you want. You need a wine ninja. Just like <laughs> rocks up exactly when you need them, gives you three options and then just disappears. What about what about you? Running or wine? I know you've had a bit of a whirlwind February. Oh. Uh, maybe the entire year, which is why you've blinked and missed it, but <sighs> Yeah. I mean I'm not gonna lie, February has kicked my ass. Um <laughs> I knew it was coming, but I was totally in denial of it coming. So for those of you listening, I am, you know, freelancer, so I'm all about the hustle. But it really caught up with me in February. I because I work for both companies in Italy and in the States, that can be the perfect storm of working all day for Italy and working all night for the States. And we just had this period where we had a huge event going on in New York. And at the same time, I was teaching WSET courses here in Italy. So I was teaching, which is, I mean, for those of you who don't know, like teaching, it's personal, but for me, it's really intense. I take teaching incredibly personally, maybe more so than I should. Like I'm, I'm super focused on it. Like I have to be like right there for my students just, you know, I have to be super prepared. That's how I am. I worry a lot about my teaching performance. So I was teaching from like 8.30 until 6.30, getting home and then, you know, catching up with emails, getting on calls with people in the States, like checking in on how the event was going. I was basically doing event management remotely, which is not something I've ever done. I've always been on the ground and always just been doing that job so yeah we're what like just to completely date this podcast i we're recording on the 24th of february i have worked 22 out of the last 24 days for both of these gigs and in in the middle of that a huge chunk of marking came in exam marking which is something i do oh man so i'm not gonna lie like the first thing that went was my running like i just (laughs) I wish that I could have run home from the wine school, but I just, I just didn't have it in me. Like it just got to the point and I just had to write off like two and a half, four weeks. So February hasn't been the kind of running month I would like, but on the plus side, one of the great things about teaching is you get to taste a lot of wines you know, WSET is an international focus course. So I'm tasting international wines, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. And also tasting them with, with students. So mm-hmm. people bringing a completely different perspective to staff, which, you know, bringing a conversation to things that maybe I wouldn't have in my quote unquote everyday life when I'm not teaching. So that was amazing. Tasted a lot of wines, did a lot of judging of wines, but really didn't do much more. <laughs> But <laughs> I did buy new running shoes. <laughs> that counts. I was like totally overcompensating. Like, I'm not running at all. What do I need? More shoes. <laughs> uh, but yes, this month I have retired my silver bullets, my trusty Brooks from a couple of years ago. I They hit the, the kind of quote unquote recommended kilometrage a little while ago. I've been running them still, but I've definitely been noticing that they just don't have the support, Mm -hmm. the cushioning that they once did. So yeah, I totally caved. And like, as everyone hopefully by now is aware, my color of the year is purple and they just launched the 
Brooks Adrenaline GTS <laughs> 22s. I can't believe I can't remember it's 2022 when they're launching the 22s. Um, <laughs> but they're purple. So I treated myself. They arrived this morning. Woohoo. And oh my God, they're they're not only like super pretty, but I put them on and and I was really skeptical. This is the first time I've ever retired shoes, Morg. This is like a whole new thing to me. <laughs> and I was really skeptical about the whole like, well, you know, like they're just shoes. Like what? But I did a kind of side by side. So like I put one foot in the new shoes and one foot in the old shoes. And it's incredible how noticeable the difference is. I really didn't expect that. So... Uh, I haven't been out today because I did a, a, a pretty, well, not a long run, but a longer run than I've done in a while yesterday and a super hard strength training session. Because oh. as per my promise, I have been trying to do some kind of yoga or strength training most days and my my biceps hate me right now. That's so much, so painful. <laughs> uh, so I was giving myself a rest day and the shiny shoes arrived and I managed to listen to my body. Uh, but I'm going to go out for a run in the new shoes tomorrow, and I'm super excited. Oh, man, that's so exciting. I love new shoe day. <sighs> so cool. That's exciting. And you got the color you want. And, yeah, yes. it's it's a weird thing to retire shoes. I just did that. I had a pair of the shoes I like to run in. I had, like, a backup pair because, I, I had, like, mm-hmm. last year I heard there was, like, a great shoe shortage or something. So I, like, bought two pairs, yeah. and I finally was like, okay, it's time. I should have been alternating them the whole time, but I'm kind of bad at that You approach, don't know, right? So. Like, yeah. I'm not very, I'm not good, very at good at that because then it's like, anyway, <laughs> so I'm on the new and th- and then now that I'm using the, this pair of ultra Olympus fours that my sort of, I'm out of a backup pair. I went, I was like, I'm going to order another pair to have in the backup. And I went to ultra's website and it's like, say bonjour to the all new Mont Blanc. Uh, it's sorry. That was my terrible. I don't know why I said that in an accent. I'm going to, I'm going to say That's that again. Fair. It wasn't terrible. Say bonjour to the all new Mont Blanc. Uh, and Jake, please cut this all out. But yeah, right on the <laughs> no, right on the right on the splash page, Cute. it's like they have a new shoe, Mont Blanc, the ultimate long distance trail shoe, inspired by the highest mountains in the Alps, comes the Mont Blanc, the ultimate long distance trail shoe, and it goes on and on like Max Cushion for ultra excursions. Oh my god, excursions. they were made for you. Our ultra ego Max midsole, blah blah blah. This Max, and this is the line that got me. This Max Cushion is designed for the longest, hardest trail runs. And the thing is, like, I'm not like a super long ultra marathoner even yet, but I'm a bigger guy, and I, I I've I've accepted that I need. A, extra cushion in my shoes all generally and also you're training for an ultra yeah yeah I'm, i do have a 50k coming up in april but also like i also already love ultra so i'm like i just hope this so of course i just like snap ordered one i was like bye bye now <laughs> i hope that they fit like i'm super happy with the shoe i've been wearing their olympus for so like if this one doesn't fit all their shoes fit a little different so if this one just doesn't fit that's fine mm-hmm. i'll send it back and just get another pair of what i like but it was so exciting to be like <gasps> the shoes like whoever wrote this copy was like it was like for me. I was like, this is everything I want in a shoe. Morg needs these shoes. Yeah. Write the copy for Morg. Yes, and even the name Mont Blanc. I've never been, but someday I do hope to visit. So, yeah. So yes, high five, high five on new shoes. High five, high five on getting new shoes. If you can't find the time to run, at least find the time to buy running stuff. That's what I say. <laughs> I also um, throw back to our episode about what we wanted for Christmas. I didn't get the compression arm sleeves I wanted because they were out of stock, oh. but they were in the sale this week. Oh yes, And I managed to get like, um, I think it was like 40% off and I totally ordered them. <laughs> yes. So I'm super excited. I put, I'm going to be like so so into the running once I actually have time to get running. But also my like total excuse for this 
Um, we talked a little bit of this uh, off off record, but I am about to start traveling again. And I am very excited to run in some new places. Yes. So I'm hoping that in the next week, I'm going to have time to break in my new shoes, my new kit, and then take them into the wild. I can't wait. I can't wait to see all your runs on Strava and all these new locations. Oh, wait, you don't use Strava. I don't use Strava, <sighs> no. Uh, you don't use Strava, but speaking of, I guess, running tech, you do use. We both use. I, think I would say most runners use or very ubiquitous these days are running watches or smart watches, Apple watches, watches that can track your runs, track all sorts of stuff. We, I know we both have running watches and probably have a lot to say about them, but I also understand that there's a new smart watch in your family. There is. So in honor of my dad, who is totally awesome, he got his very first Garmin last week. Nice. Um, he has been wanting to get a little bit fitter, be a little bit more active and to find a way of tracking that. So we had a lot of conversations by phone, by message about like how he would go about doing that and what I recommended. Uh, and not just because of me, but because of various other things, he purchased his very first Garmin uh, and he's using it on his walks. He's also got a stationary bike that he uses. It's nice. very cool. And it really made me think about watches and about, you know, fitness tracking in general, because he was asking me all these questions about the functionality of my running watch and what I used, how I chose it, things I do use, things I don't use, the different features. And I thought that's a really good topic for a podcast. So yeah, I wanted to hit you up about your watch, how you use it. And I know that we are both Garmin users. This is not sponsored by Garmin. My God, I wish it was. <laughs> I could talk about the dream. But we just both happen to have chosen Garmin. So I wondered if you would like to kick us off by talking, because you've got a very different Garmin to me. And this is one of the things I find very interesting about the different options available. And I'm sorry to our listeners that we're basically only using Garmin. It, it's just a complete fluke. It's what we know. So, you know, I'm sorry that we're not going to cover the Polars or the Fitbits or the Apple Watch. But yeah, Morg, tell me about your amazing heavyweight of a Garmin watch, why you chose it, and the features that you use. <laughs> it's funny because I, I, I love, I do love my Garmin. I have the Phoenix 5X, but I'm actually like, I have already, or I have like ordered its replacement, but it's like out of stock. So like, it's like on its, it's like, I'm, Ooh, I did <laughs> I'm not getting know ready this. to retire it. Not because I don't love it. I just want the Phoenix seven is, you know, you know, I feel like these days, like yep. who goes, like, I'm not somebody who like buys every new iPhone. Like I wait like every four or something. Right. So like with this yep, Phoenix, like I didn't need a six, but then now the seven's out. It has like all the, all so many new features that uh, I'm like, okay, it's time to upgrade. But um, the reason I chose the Phoenix 5X is it's a little bit more of a sort of combo. Like the Phoenix series is sort of known for being sort of more rugged, super outdoorsy, like not just running, but like hiking, backpacking and stuff. Uh, specifically, it can have like, it's a bigger watch, uh, which I kind of like for the fashion aspect. Honestly, I like a big chunky watch, but also it has like full topographical maps like that live on the watch. So I can like be out hiking uh, like or trail running or something in the middle of nowhere. And maybe I don't have cell service, but I can still on my watch see myself sort of on a map. Um, I mean, some cell phones can do this too. If your phone has GPS, you could do the same thing. But I love having the full, I just love having the maps on my watch. Um, it's like really important to me. I've been 
plenty of hikes and stuff were just like just nice to suddenly at a uh, at, at a glance just like switch to the map screen and see where you are in the map and like ne- ne- relative to, tr- to the trails and all that stuff um also has insane battery life like i i, I charge my watch like every couple weeks if i even think about it like it's just i never have Whoa, i never have sorry. to think about it couple of weeks yeah it'll just like that's crazy i can probably do 20 or 30 <gasps> 30 lunch runs without having to charge it and i've even left the house with it at like six wow. percent and gotten a run in and it you know it hasn't died on me so battery okay, life I'm and battery life's getting better and better and better but i'm just i'm just gonna google amazon <laughs> I get a- <laughs> but i mean I, but i also don't use a lot of the like i mean watches have so many data fields now like my watch you mm-hmm. can not just running my i can track swimming swimming paddling like uh all sorts of stuff but i primarily use it for running and biking um pretty much every watch is going to have wrist-based heart rate like and almost any running watch by garmin by um any of the other you know competitors are going to be able to like they're going to track they're going to track your activities via gps they're going to track your heart rate on your wrist um they're obviously going to count your steps and all that stuff but you know the fancier ones now are starting to do all sorts of other stuff like track like your blood oxygen like some of them do have like Mm -hmm. blood oxygen a name for that feature but uh, pulse ox yes thank you um, mine has pulse ox nice. i don't know how to use it yeah i know right <laughs> uh but more importantly you can like customize all the data fields too like you can i love that you can like on a lot of watches you can sort of change what you want to see on the screen like you could just you, mm-hmm. some people just want to see like how far you're running or you could see like your heart rate or you could have a screen have four you could see like how long you've been running how far you've run your heart rate and also your average pace or how much elevation you've gained or any number of things, your cadence. Like, so the reason I'm upgrading to that I want to upgrade is like, there's just all these new features that like the Phoenix six and seven and a lot of other watches have this thing called track mode. So if you go to the track and you tell your watch, I'm going to be running, you know, 400 meter laps. And it knows that like, basically instead of your GPS track being a little bouncy around the track and maybe it isn't giving you a lap every, every 400 meters, like it knows you're on a track and it's just like, my buddy just got a, a a new watch, and he's like, when he runs at the track, it's like he crosses the the same line, and it's like ding, 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 like giving him the lap thing right oh, on. Oh wow! Um, there's just so much you can pair, and you can pair the watches, all sorts of stuff. It's like it's too much to comprehend all the features that watches have now. And of course, there's like not only are there multiple running watch brands, but every one of them has like 15 different models that have mm-hmm. so many cons- like overlapping features that it can be a little mind boggling. I think to uh, to sort of decide what you which is the right one for you, but um, I don't know. So you like primarily use so running, biking, and hiking. Mm-hmm. Um, you track your heart rate, right? Mm-hmm. Do you do things like track your sleep? Pay attention to any of that kind of stuff, like your steps. I do. I'm just trying to get an idea of like what the core features are that you are using on your watch on a kind of like quasi daily basis. I think it's like I like the heart rate, and I like to see the heart rate throughout the day. You can like see your heart rate when you sleep, and your heart rate variability throughout the day, which can be you know you kind of know if you've been stressed or not, or getting mm-hmm. good sleep. I do like the steps. Like I set mine to like ten thousand steps a day, so like I get a little beep when it goes off every day, which that's not that many steps. You're probably gonna hit that most days if you're somebody who runs or is generally active. But I like the step counter. Um, but I generally use mine for you know I, I know that people who have like Apple watches like use it for a lot of other stuff like their texts come in through and stuff. I intentionally turn off all mm-hmm. my notifications. I don't like my yes. watch to have, Ugh. I use it only for like fitnessy stuff. So I don't, mine could be getting texts into it, but I don't want any of that stuff. I already spent I enough like time on my I like to figure phone. out 
<laughs> how to turn some of my notifications off because there yeah. is like nothing worse than being on a run and getting like a slack notification it's like dude i'm on a run like you're tracking my run you know i'm on a run stop interrupting mm-hmm. yeah but i mean primarily like the reason i bought this watch is that i can track runs hikes and bike rides and and ha- see my when i'm done like it you know basically auto uploads it to strava and i can see my gps track i can see my heart rate i can see my pace my all that stuff so um i haven't gotten more into like the you know like i think some folks use it for even deeper like sort of body metrics and sleep tracking and stuff like that there was a time when i would check the garmin sleep quality like how long did i sleep at night but mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like almost i don't know i know how i feel i know if i've had a good or a bad night's sleep and if the kids woke me up five times or not so <laughs> i haven't really found the need to sort of go deeper with the like personal stats related to other stuff so mm-hmm. what about you you have i don't even remember which one you have but what have you found is the most like the things you you like the most about the watch you have i guess so I used to have the Forerunner 245, uh, which was a hand-me-down because I really wasn't sure if I needed a running watch and then got totally addicted, <laughs> uh, like all things running. Um, but I upgraded, I'm going to say like a year ago, year and a half ago to the Garmin Venue SQ Music. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I went for this because it's smaller than a lot of the Garmin's on offer. So it looks a little bit like an Apple watch, but not. It's like square faced rather than round faced. It's, I went for the much smaller size. I am super tiny, (laughs) just generally like I'm, you know, I'm short and I have really small wrists. So that was a really good option. And I wanted something where I could always have music or a podcast with me, whether or not I had the phone. Now, the reality is I don't actually run without my phone very often just because, you know, safety as a female runner, to be honest, I definitely feel a little bit safer knowing I've got a phone with me. 100%. Um, Also, and, you know, this is on me, but I haven't set up the emergency contacts on my Garmin yet, which I can't believe it's been over a year and I haven't done that, but mostly I'm running with a phone, but it's nice to have the backup of the music. And I just wanted to make sure I had that option. Um, and I, yeah, I chose this for a number of reasons. I like the music. I like that it's smaller. And also I actually am someone who does use it for a whole variety of things. So my running obviously is the thing I use it for most, but I also use it for yoga. It tracks my yoga uh, and I'm trying to be a lot better this year about building strength and conditioning and stretching into my routine. Not really by like hard workouts because that's too scary. (laughs) Although I did start Googling free weights this morning, but I'm trying to do yoga, if not every day, then every other day. So I like to be able to keep a track of, you know, what I've done the yoga, how long I've done it for. And also I am really into keeping a kind of track on my heart rate. And also sleep for me is a huge thing. Um, So I do use my watch for tracking my sleep and tracking my heart rate and connecting the two of those things together. Mm -hmm. Um, And oddly, this kind of like, I know we're going to get to it, but it ties a little bit into the wine stuff. But 
I'm really interested in how, you know, I'm all about moderation, but like how consumption of alcohol and sleep stresses impact, um, like stress stresses, like impact my sleep and how much deep sleep I'm getting and what my heart rate is. So I use it a lot for that. And I found that really useful. (laughs) One thing I have found a little bit challenging about my new watch is it's a little bit passive aggressive. (laughs) I mean, I'm all for it, Garmin, but like I definitely quite often get messages going, you seem a little bit stressed. Would you like to do a breathing exercise? And it's like, (laughs) nah, mate, I'm like right in the middle of teaching a session on exam technique. Like, (laughs) of course that's stressful. (laughs) And I just find that really funny. So I call my watch my my PA, my personal assistant, because it's always chiming in at the worst possible moments to tell me that I'm stressed. It's like, yeah, I know. Like, I can feel my heart rate. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, Only because I'm laughing because I've turned basically every I've turned everything off so my watch feels very much like a Swiss army knife that I it like it only does what I ask it to do it doesn't tell me anything else oh no mine like properly chimes in like <laughs> it'll tell me to do like a breathing exercise and the hilarious thing is the only time I've ever done the breathing exercise is that like it actually made me more stressed yeah. like, ah. I was like I'm gonna breathe ah, must breathe ah. must breathe <laughs> like so dumb and like, you know there's nothing worse than like being part way through a teaching session and you get an alert telling you you're stressed and you should calm down it's like there's nothing really i can do like this is actually you know it's quite a stressful job like i really care about what i'm doing and, but all passive aggressive garmin comments aside i do really like it i'm really pleased with the new watch uh, i find it really comfortable i'm really impressed with the sleep tracking it's pretty good uh, and I, I definitely kind of agree with it when it tells me that I haven't had the amount of deep sleep mm-hmm. that maybe I would like. Um, the heart rate tracking is pretty good. I don't know how GPS compares. One of the problems I've been having recently is I've turned on, and I, I'd be interested to know if you've got any experience of this, Morg, but I've turned on the auto pause on my watch Mm -hmm. because I'm regularly running routes that like, I'm not someone who pauses my watch if I walk during a run, like, cause I feel like that's like, that's just legit. Like I've got to walk this section. That's fine. I want to record that. But my kind of general routes around Verona, particularly during the week rather than weekends have various light stops at them. And that I'm like, I can't do anything about that. That that's not a choice. I can be in the best possible point in my run, feeling super in the flow, and I've still got to stop at a light because I don't want to die. Like yeah. I'm not an idiot. Um, and I was having real problems with turning on and on off my watch, particularly when I'm working in long sleeves, mm-hmm. because the heat of pulling away my like it would like stop runs, it would cancel runs, it would pause activities, like it would stop activities and like save them or cancel them. Hmm. And that was really pissing me off. Cause you know, if you don't record a run, it didn't happen. Well, that is true. So I turned on the auto pause. Mm-hmm. But I've had various problems with that. And I Maybe I need to explore the settings more and I'd be interested to know if you or the listeners have experience with this, but it doesn't pause quickly enough. 
And that's fine. Like, I don't mind if there's a point in my run where like, I'm not running, but it's like the time is ticking over. That's, I mean, I'm not a fast runner anyway, so I'm not really going for PBs. But the big issue I have is it's losing meters when I start running again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it takes a long time. And like, I'm not sprinting off a starting line, but equally, I'm not like, I'm not slow getting off the mark. The lights change and I'm I'm running. But it's taking a good like 10, 20, 30 meters to kickstart the watch again. And it's really interesting because I do run with the phone and quite often I'm running with one of the guided runs from Nike, seeing the difference in, so for example, this week I clocked 7K, absolutely no problem on Nike run Mm -hmm. and the same run like absolutely exactly the same run on Garmin was like six point something, yeah. like 6.8 or something. So I'd lost 200 meters off the run. And I just, yeah, <laughs> it's a thing. I feel your pain. And I uh, used to, for one, autopause, I think it's just, I hate it. It's just, it's super finicky. You can mess with the settings <laughs> yeah. to like have it, like, I can't remember, the, but you can like set it to like, the sort of the tolerance, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've never had good luck with autopause. I used to try to always manually pause my watch, like every time I'd stop at a stoplight. And then at a certain point, I decided that I don't, I truly don't care. And now when I leave my house, I start a run. I don't autopause and I don't manually pause. I just let it run. And I stop on my, okay. on my lunch runs. I often stop by my kid's school to say hi. I stop to take pictures. I stop caring because like, I'm not like, I don't, and I actually had a buddy. He's like, why are you run so slow these days on Strava? Like 11, I was like, I stop at a lot of lights. I take pictures of stuff. Like, and also I learned like Strava is the only thing I care about at the end of the day. Like the data on Strava, Strava's default is moving time anyway. So it's going to sort of like oh, do its yeah. best to, um, so like say I paused at my kid's school to say hi to her, uh, for five minutes. It's not going to count that as moving time anyway. Garmin's going to think I was exercising for that long, but I also found when I, when I was manually pausing my watch, I'd be like, Oh, I've been running for 45 minutes. So I need to be back in an hour. And then I would be like, Oh wait, I've paused like seven minutes or like, you know, there's been like three minutes of pausing. So I've just like, uh, yeah, I've like learned to stop worrying and, and, you know, uh, love the, uh, what just letting it run, I guess. So maybe I need to go back to that. Cause like if I'm running a guided run on Nike, like the auto pause on Nike is super efficient mm. like it's so impressive that i will stop and it will pause It'll the workout yeah. workout yeah and like i'll start running again and it really picks up and it's super fast yeah and it just it just probably because it's a out. cell like, phone it's that. like well because that's your phone it's got the cell phone like the cell phone like the cell yeah. plus gps is going to be way more accurate so that's why i always count the nike runs and delete the garmin yeah runs. yeah yeah well, i was gonna say you could either <laughs> i want the better stats <laughs> I would I would maybe say turn off auto pause and don't pause your watch manually and see what happens. The 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 opposite of that is sometimes if you're like say you're standing at a cross like a waiting to cross the street and you're just standing there, the GPS is still going to ping ping ping. So you might actually get a tiny bit extra distance from those extra pings, which again, I don't think that's it doesn't matter, right? Like either who cares, right? So if it's not a race, like it doesn't I don't think any of this stuff matters yeah, if it's not a true. race or if it's not like a track workout or if it's not like something where you actually care about the pace, but um I do understand, like, that disconnect of that, them not matching is annoying. So you also might try playing with the autopause tolerance setting. Yeah, I should look at that. Because it just really frustrates me that I'm setting off and I'm looking at my watch, yeah. like, 
why aren't you running? Like, I am running and it's on pause mode. I'm like, I'm literally running. Like, how fast <laughs> do I have to go for you to freaking unpause this run? I've run 20 meters. Like, that's the difference between 6.8K and 7K, you bastard. <laughs> and yet you're passive aggressive about my ability to breathe, apparently. I know. Isn't it funny? These, these relationships we have with, like, the dad. Like, at the end of the day, like, <laughs> I feel everything you're saying and I've lived it all too. And, like, some days I am like, maybe I should pause it. So that I get a little faster. I'm like, why do I don't care? I don't care. <laughs> but I think it's, I mean, any runner that has a running watch has, has, I guarantee has a very intimate relationship with it. Like whether, <laughs> however they use it, right? Like whether like good and bad and in between, and you know, the buttons you don't, your little things you like, love and bad and hate about it. <sighs> They're members of the family. <laughs> we love them. We hate them. <laughs> So moving on from watches to wine, how are we going to relate watches to wine? Uh, watch bottle, watch bottle never opens. I know you got something better than mm. that. I was thinking about this and actually, to be honest, I wish I could take credit for this idea, but my husband was talking about how we could pair our watches to wines. Oh. Because, and it's yeah. funny that you talked about choosing a local Cabernet Sauvignon because I feel like your watch is the Cabernet Sauvignon of watches. <laughs> I know. I like big, bold things. Exactly. So it's like, it's big, it's powerful. It's like high tannin, high acid. It's like 100% all the time. Big fruit, big flavor, doing its thing. Like really recognizable as what it is. Whereas I feel like my watch is maybe... And I kind of hate to use the comparison because it's not a wine I drink a lot of, although I'm coming around to it. But it's like the Pinot Noir. Like okay, it, okay. it looks very light in the glass, um, but actually it's kind of powerful. Like it's got a lot of stuff behind it, but you wouldn't necessarily think of it. Like it's like your watch is dark, ruby or purple. Yep. Like you can't see through it in the glass, high acid, high tannin. Whereas mine is kind of like a little bit... Uh, see-through, light, delicate, you know, looks very, very light ruby. You don't expect much of it, but behind the scenes, it's like, it's given you some shit about <laughs> like not breathing properly or, or being super stressed. <laughs> I know, like, like, behind the scenes, it's a little bit finicky, but not exactly. in a good way, though. So like your watch is the 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 Napa or Washington State Cabernet. Yes. And my watch is the the kind of Grand Cru Burgundy. Except I mean it's not really Grand Cru Burgundy because it's not that fancy. Maybe it's the village burgundy. It's like <laughs> So I feel like you could go in that direction where you pair watches and wine and actually i'd be super intrigued to hear what listeners think about pairing their watch with wines because like personally that's really fun (laughs) (laughs) i think that's great and also i think it ties into like if you are gonna buy a running watch for the first time or upgrade yours there are so many choices out there i have a coworker who's a big much faster and even more uh dedicated runner than me and he was like he was (laughs) he narrowed it down from like 20 to 10 to six and then he still couldn't decide and like there's just so many options it's crazy how many like even just garmin makes or just apex or anything like that and it's uh or koros i mean um who makes the, the apex uh it's it's nuts and finally he's like i don't know which one and i was like you dude you need to go to like rei or like a store that sells these to like make sure the size that you want is the size on your yeah. wrist he's like, no, you're right you're right i need to go like try it on because like you're gonna wear like 
you're going to wear this thing potentially 24 hours a day, right? I try to wear mine at night so I can get that sleep data, even though I don't always pay attention to it. So like you want it to fit right, to look right. So I do think it's worth seeking out a store that sells at least like a similar size. Like if maybe it's not the model you want, but like it's the size one because like it's a lot. It's a, you know, it's going to be a very ubiquitous uh, thing on your body and you're going to spend a lot of time with it. Yeah, and I was thinking about that actually. I'm I'm really glad that you made that connection because that's kind of initially where I went with the wine pairing because how do you choose wines? And particularly I was thinking about this idea of choosing wine as like gifts or occasion bottles. Mm-hmm. Um because I feel like you choose your running watch by the features of the watch. Like we've talked about you using yours for the topographical maps that can be offline, even when you're hiking and making sure that you've got the running tracking and that kind of stuff. And I really wanted something that tracked like yoga as well as running, as well as having music and all that kind of stuff. And I feel like that's kind of the same with wine. Like Mm -hmm. you kind of need to consider the different quote unquote features that you want in a wine to go with the occasion you're choosing it for. So everything from you know, how the watch looks, so how the bottle looks, how the label looks, the weight of the bottle to what you're going to be using it for. So the occasion and then, you know, how it looks in terms of like the style. Like I deliberately wanted something that didn't look just like a sports watch because I do a lot of, you know, quite smart events and I didn't want to have to feel like I wanted to replace my watch for something that looked more elegant. Mm -hmm. Same for wine. Like you want something that looks smart maybe, or that looks cool and funky maybe. And then like when you deep dive into the features, we've been talking about sleep tracking, heart rate tracking, stress tracking, breathing exercises, music, all of those things are the same in wine. So acidity, tannin, grape variety, ageworthiness, all of that stuff. So for me, the more I was thinking about it, and I think particularly from helping my dad choose the specific watch that suited the things, the particular things he was looking for as as someone who just wanted to be a little bit more active, but is never going to be a runner or a triathlete. He just wants to be more active and like have some way of like following Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Compared to like you, you're training for an ultra, you do a lot of hiking in places where you might not have GPS and myself who wants something that, you know, doesn't look like a sports watch because she's, you know, really self-conscious of not being a proper runner (laughs) and doesn't want to have that conversation but also wants something that will track you know yoga and running and that's kind of how I approach choosing wine that you know I really want to take into account these things so there are times where the occasion calls for a bottle that looks serious you know Mm, that like has a classic label that looks that is heavy the glass is heavy it's got a proper cork you know maybe it's got a slightly higher alcohol level it's weightier it's got more tannin like it looks like it's for a proper occasion versus something 
you know, that I would take to a completely different friend or event where mm-hmm. it's using lightweight glass, it's screw cap, it's more sustainable, it's biodynamic, it's organic, the label is made from recycled paper and has a cool design on it, it's lower alcohol, it's lower acid, it might be a grape variety no one's ever heard of compared to a classic grape variety. So I really feel that there are like huge comparisons to be made in terms of like how we choose our running watches and how we choose our wines and also maybe how we pair our running watches to our wines. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you. I've been in a deep dive of this all week. I've, I've, I've really been getting into this. Gosh, I got to make sure my friend will listen to this who finally decided on the one he wanted and is quite happy with it. I need to make sure. Okay. I hope he chose the, like the Shiraz of Garmin's. <laughs> It might be actually, yeah. Like it might be he did a little bit spicy. It is a little spicy. It has like blue accents on the dials. See? But it's, it's the Shiraz. Like, I knew. Yeah. Oh my god. You do realize we're gonna have to follow this up with a breakdown of different sports watches, their attributes, and what wine they pair with. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> yes. that's next episode. Oh my gosh. Leaving that amazing, uh, the potential of that topic aside for now. Do we have time for a quick stop at the aid station? There's always time to stop at the aid station. Aid. 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 Station. Aid, aid, aid. Station, station, station. <laughs> All right. Uh, before we end this episode, uh, we're going to stop at the aid station. Like uh, you might stop at a table full of snacks in the middle of a long race to refill your body and soul with the delicious, unexpected treat of a gummy bear paired with a pickle slice paired with a peanut butter pretzel paired with like uh like maybe a banana like banana slices or orange slices um Ugh, yeah. bananas yeah no yeah banana maybe um wait 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 uh a slice of uh hold on hold on hold on a tiny mincemeat pie yes now we're talking so this question will take a little a little swerve but i'm actually going to keep it a little closer this question hopefully will take the conversation in a totally different direction, but I'm actually going to keep it related to the watch. So, uh, like the, I guess the uh, proverbial genie in a bottle, three wishes. I'm going to let you give your smartwatch, your running watch, three additional functions. It can be anything. Love that. Um, what would they be? It can truly be anything, but like you know, I mean. Don't, don't have one of it be the button that gets more wishes. I mean, come on. At least <laughs> there's not a more wishes button. Okay. So the three things, the three features I would add to my running watch. And, it, and to be clear, it could be like like it grows a baguette out of it. You know, like anytime you wanted a perfect baguette, like it grows right out of your watch. I'm not saying there's no magic in the – just no more okay, wishes. No, so no additional wishes. Isn't there like an amazing late 90s track about that? Genie in a Bottle. Who sang that? Oh, yeah. Christina I'm a Aguilera. genie in a bottle. Gotta rub me the right way. Yes. That's Extina. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So my first wish <laughs> is that when I'm feeling a little bit down, like my watch can tell, and it's going to immediately play a motivational Britney track. <laughs> <laughs> That's number one. Wait, Brittany, it's not like, Christina? No, I'm going Brittany. I'm okay. sorry. Like, I like Brittany's it. The no, best. no, 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 no. I like, no, no. I was just double checking. 
I'm I'm yeah. simping. I mean, you know, Christine is all good, but like the cowboy like chaps, just nah, not down with it. I'm more the kind of, you know, red kind of onesie. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Brittany all the way. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, when I was feeling down, it would sprout like randomly Brittany at me. Cause that always like, that is the thing on my running playlist that never fails to pick me up is when Brittany it. comes on. Love it. So that's love my it. first thing. Love it. Um, okay. My second thing, uh, is that no matter what, it would be able to pair my mood with a wine. Ooh. Like, and I'm talking like, this is like, cool. at, like seven o'clock like it would give me at seven o'clock a wine pairing for my mood yeah so we have got powerful britney motivation we've got automatic wine pairings (laughs) oh the third one where am i gonna go with my third wish I feel like it should be something really kooky, but I kind of figured the Britney thing was pretty kooky. (laughs) How magical can it be? Can it be like uber magical? Yeah, I mean, like, I would say like somewhere, like it it could not, like it could not just like stop Earth's rotation, right? Like on the press of a button, like that seems crazy. And like it could not solve, I think, world peace or hunger. Like that seems a lot for a watch, but like it could maybe make it rain like, hundred dollar bills once a year for like <laughs> five minutes like over like a you know like a mile radius or something okay see i love where you went with that because i was thinking like could it magically track how much water i drink without me telling it because <laughs> like one of the things that actually I, I don't know if this garmin does it it maybe does but i haven't got the settings is that like it tracks your hydration and i am someone who i think we've talked about this before just drinks an insane amount of water that's good and it's really noticeable when i'm not like quite managing my like average intake Mm -hmm. which is like liters a day for sure (laughs) that's good in fact my my students actually comment on it when i'm teaching classes that i drink so much water (laughs) but i think like the third feature i would like is that it just recognizes like how much water i've drunk without me having to log it Cause like doing that kind of stuff is so tedious, like having to go, Oh God, yeah, no, I've had like three, 250 milliliter glasses. Like if it could just log how much water I was drinking without me having to do it so that I just generally had an idea of where I was and could give me an average. I know that's like super basic, but I like it, it interests me. Yeah. It's simple, effective. Like it would mean it would, yeah. I thought you might go crazy crazy with the third one but i like it uh i mean i feel like i went pretty crazy with the first one <laughs> so you yeah know. yeah maybe what about you how how crazy would you go are you gonna have those hundred dollar bills i mean that's a pretty that's a pretty good uh, shout i don't know i don't know if i want to start messing with like the fabric of the reality time space and stuff like that like for one i would definitely want a button that i could like and even if i could only use it i'll even give myself i can only use this once per day and it only lasts for half an hour. But I press this button and my children, bless their hearts, would just like <laughs> chill out and go quietly read books in their room or something. You know, no matter oh, what the yeah. situation. Like, and That's I might not one. have to use it every day. But like sort of a like – and again, this is not freezing them. It's not like I just like press yeah, – like instead like, of being like – because parenting is a lot of sort of like 
cost, like uh, negotiating with terrorists basically. And, um, <laughs> tiny, yeah, tiny I think cute, like chill out zone, like, just like the chill button. Uh, number two is if I was on the way, if I'm on the way to a birthday or a party where a gift is appropriate, I could just press a button and the perfect gift would appear like out of my watch into my hand wrapped, wrapped. Um, <sighs> because like I go to a lot of like kids' birthday parties, like stuff like that. Like I wouldn't use it like Christmas, like bing, 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 bing to fill up the whole tree. Right. For my family. But I mean like the one-offs, like the kid birthday parties, the friend's 40th birthday, the somebody's 10th anniversary. It would just be nice. Right. I never have to like, because it would also be the perfect gift. So that that's genius. I'm I'm totally on board with that feature. That's similar to your wine pairing one, I think. Hmm. Yeah. And I think like this, okay, this is probably going to be like again. I'm not going to try to change the fabric of everyone else's reality, <laughs> but if I could like, let's say I could only use this once a month. Even I press a button, and any ache or pain or physical ailment that's not like I'm not saying I would be immortal. I'm not saying it would solve like chronic disease or like make me lose weight, but like aches and pains, like muscle joint, like I could press a button and just feel great. Right. Like oh. it would like reset all of like, you know, the little running injuries, the nagging, the little tweak, the tweak here, the tweak there, like of sort of a full body muscular skeletal reset without getting into like, you know, nothing too crazy. I can't believe I didn't think of that. That is such genius. <laughs> like I'm really struggling at the moment because I generally have pretty tight hip flexors um i have sort of ongoing back problems from years of wine retail and lifting boxes and our mattress well it's not the mattress here that's the problem it's the bed frame because we're in rented accommodation and it's like oh my god it sucks and i literally wake up every morning in pain with my back just just because of the bed frame and you know that's one of the reasons why i'm you know doing some strength training and doing some yoga but yeah, if I could like, like just hit that button on a long run day and just get out of bed knowing that like like we just fix all those little not the back injuries are little but like but just like take away the ache or pain just like like it would just like fix everything for the time being yeah like say working from home Ugh, oh I've killer. had the worst I don't know I've started to realize I've got some back neck stuff from like ergonomics because I don't have the perfect mm-hmm. setup and I'm like right because I haven't been working from home in a bad position for a month now it's been two years so yeah no wonder I have a, a nagging yeah. neck pins and needles thing that I probably should have. Yeah. So it's been on my mind too. Yeah. I've got some like weird shoulder thing that like everyone's been telling me I need to go to a doctor about and I probably should, but like doing a doctor in a second language is really scary because like I might be able to explain what I have, but I don't know if like he then tells me what the problem is, if I'll understand it, but there's something really weird going on kind of inside my collarbone and it sounds like crunchy and weird Mm. and it hurts. And I'm like, I'm so in denial about that. If I could just take that away. Yeah. (laughs) I want your features. Your features are way better than mine. I'll give, we can each have each other. We get six each. Done. Done. You get the Britney. Yeah, I'm in, I'm here for that. I one. get the magical pain relief. I'm here for the Britney. <laughs> I love it. I th- I think we've fixed smartwatches. Yeah, we've done it. Yes. Uh, so I think that's time to wrap it up. We are running for the wine on Instagram. The website is runningforthewine.com. Please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. And by that, I mean Apple Podcasts, five stars, (laughs) share the love. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Tune in next time for more random running and wine chat. We're probably going to be talking about me having been running in another country. Woohoo! Woo! Crazy. I'm Rebecca. I am Mork. 
and we're running for the wine. And remember, it's important to stay hydrated, so everything in moderation, except the Britney. Running for the wine.